Welcome to season two of Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast, where I talk about life after divorce with a playful, fresh, out-of-the-box perspective. Every episode includes burning questions, spicy conversations, and tips to happiness. Are you ready for an amazing act two? Then join me on today's episode. It's time to get your new beginning started. Friends with benefits. Okay, that is something that I have never been able to do. That gets way too complicated for me, way too confusing. Uh, Maybe you're uh, much better at that. You'll have to let me know. But that is not the friends with benefits that we are going to talk about today. Today's spicy chat is all about making friends with benefits. Benefits like uh, loyalty, humor, uh, emotional support, a consistent date to the movies, which of course is always delicious in my opinion. One of my happiest discoveries after divorce, and there have been many and I've shared them with you, has been making new friends. Older, younger, divorced, widowed, uh, never married. People that I knew from childhood that have come back into my life since my divorce. I've even been able to have male friends again. I know it kind of feels like high school, hanging out with the with the guys. And I love I love my divorced dad friends because, well, for many reasons, they're the best. But especially when it comes to navigating dating after divorce, they help decode a lot of things. I think there should be an app for that. There should be like a, a dating decoder app. You work on that and you let me know when that's ready for me to use. I know I could use one. I want you to have so many delicious friends with benefits too, which is why I've invited Tiffany Beverlin, the CEO of Dreams Recycled and a pioneer in the divorce community to be a guest on today's podcast. Tiffany and her organization have been featured on CBS News, the New York Times, and the Chicago Tribune, and she is so ready to share her best tips on how you can foster and create meaningful friendships after divorce. So let's get this friendly gathering started with some burning questions. Burning questions. Let's turn up the heat for 60 seconds. Well, I am so excited to turn up the heat today with my guest, CEO of Dreams Recycled, Tiffany Beverlin, to talk about friends with benefits. But first, we're going to do some burning questions. Are you ready, Miss Tiffany? I am ready. Okay, I have tailored these just for you. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock, and you just answer them quickly. And here we go. Which character from the TV show Friends is most like you? I'd like to say Rachel, but my kids will say Monica. (laughs) What makes you a great friend? Uh, Loyalty. I'm a good listener. And I generally actually quite like people, I think. Who's a woman in history that you think is spicy? Spicy. Wow, so many. But um, let's go with a more recent one, Madonna, even though she's not that... (laughs) relict or history but just because she's been consistent like throughout our generation that she's always been a role model ever evolving ever changing like you know we all have to do after divorce I guess yes she's delicious what are your three favorite body parts on the opposite sex um one that we can't mention 
eyes, <laughs> and probably smile. Do you prefer feeling kick-ass or fearlessly determined? Probably determined. Your friends invite you over to a dinner party. What do you bring? I probably would get stuck bringing the entree because people say I'm the best cook in my family, but I don't know. <laughs> What's the best part of recycling your dreams after divorce? Wow, that's easy because the best thing is of everything you've gained from divorce, right? That you, you don't focus on what you've lost, you focus on what you've gained and you have endless opportunities, possibilities and options for new careers, new love, new life, new anything you want. Can you ever have too many friends? Yes. <laughs> you better to have a few really good friends than a whole ton of acquaintances that actually when you get divorced and have other awful things happen to you that um, you know they're there for you. What's the wickedest skill you have? Empathy. Have you ever been a friend with benefits. Of course. <laughs> but we're not talking about that type of friend with benefits today. We are talking about platonic friendships today, not the friends with benefits. So I am so excited to connect with you, first of all, about your organization, Dreams Recycled. And then I want to learn from you today. And I know the listener does as well. How do you generate more authentic friendships after a divorce? Well, Dreams Recycled, I started after my own divorce, like many of us start these things. Um, I started it initially as a marketplace um, to sell things from your divorce. And also... How a clever, like a wedding dress? Yeah, a wedding dress. <laughs> um, and it kind of had life of its own. It was, at the time, the only positive place to go to get like upbeat, positive information on divorce. And that was hopeful that made you think that God, like something might good, good come from it. Yes. How long ago did you start your organization again? Remind me. Um, 2013. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so people loved it and it's grown since there. And now it has a full directory of anyone from movers to divorce lawyers to insurance brokers or plastic surgery surgeons. Oh, that's fantastic. Anything you may need to recycle your life after divorce. And sometimes you need to recycle friends, which is why we're having this conversation today. I know after my divorce, I was ready to date. And I spent a lot of time on those dating apps swiping, Tiffany. I'm just going to own it. Swipe. I was very good at swiping. Swipe, swipe, swipe. But I didn't invest so much time into friendships. And now I'm learning that, wow, I really, that's going to be more of a focus for me in my life because friends, they usually outlast the guys and, and the dates, in my opinion. So I am all ears. I know the listeners all ears to learn from you today, how we can find deeper friendships that have so many rich benefits. Well, absolutely. I have a lot of tips for you. There's so many ways. The first way I think is a uh, really important and really easier than we make out to be is think of something that you're naturally interested in and when you realize what that is so if it's rock climbing if it's crafting if it's reading books or makeup or you name it whatever it is wine and then you go on meetups.com or you go to your local facebook group and you look for groups and forums and meetups where people share your same interest because that is a universal equalizer. It doesn't matter what background you're from, what's happened to you. 
if you both, you know, if I'm talking to you, Sadie, and we both love collecting God knows what, right? We automatically have a common goal and a common bond and something to talk about. So I think that's a really easy way to start finding your friends with benefits. Look for people who have similar interests. I know with COVID though, it's added a layer of challenge and there's there's only so many things you can do on, on a Zoom call, right, Tiffany? So when it comes to, you know, everyone feeling this burnout around virtual events, what are your what's your encouragement around that when it comes to still using that as a tool to find community? Because I know we're all just kind of, I know I'm kind of burnt out on Zoom calls, just saying. Yeah. No, I know it's hard, but I, I'm pretty optimistic that I feel like things are opening up and maybe things will start to get better. But one of the other suggestions I have, and it worked for me, and it's kind of out of many people's comfort zones, but look around you. Look at the people that you already interact with, right? So you're not increasing the risk. It's not through Zoom, but look at your preschool playground and your soccer group, you know, that your kids are in. Look at the moms, look at the dads. Chances are at least half of them are divorced or are getting divorced or happen to be single anyway. And, you know, it's kind of awkward, but reach out to those people, walk over to them in the playground, walk over to them at the soccer game and strike up a conversation because we're all in the same boat, right? If you if you have got divorced, you need a new friends set. I vividly remember after my divorce, you know, all my married friends, and I understand why they do it. They weren't being mean, but, you know, they kind of gravitate away from you, almost like divorce is catchy. They kind right. of get it. Yeah, they, yeah they, they get a little confused, don't they? Yeah. So, so we expect that, and that's fine. It is what it is. But we have to put ourselves out there and try and really kind of make new friends and new groups. And I think that the people around you, there'll be a surprising amount of them that actually divorced or single and would love to chat with you on the playground and support you and tell you what they've been through. And so use use what's there, use what's around you. I love how you brought up the, the organization meetup.com, but I'm curious, have you ever been on like Facebook or used any other social media platform to find other groups or support groups that you could share about today? Absolutely. Um, here in Florida, I'm in Florida, there's one, but I think they have them in all over America, right? You Google like girlfriend groups, ladies groups, women's groups, and you look on Facebook and you can find them for anything and everything like car enthusiasts and um you know social groups and like I said crafting groups support groups there are care divorce groups online there is a surprising amount of free online activity that you can get involved with and I feel that unfortunately a lot of us kind of it's easier for us especially when we're going through a really painful time even forget covid that it's easier to interact through your keyboard through your computer through your phone and so don't discount that even though i prefer to do things in person so and eventually I, yes. you should, yeah you should work up to that but if you can't do that then jump on a forum start commenting start seeing what you have in common with the people in those groups well doing this podcast sadie's divorced and happy i have been so in 
encouraged and inspired by how many of us are out there talking about our stories, like yourself and so many others. And it's, it is really encouraging. So there are so many resources on social media. Now, what about the dads, the divorced dads who might not be as comfortable reaching out like we ladies are? Any, any specific suggestions for the divorced dad listening today on how to find more authentic friendships after divorce? Well, I think they have to be op- more open and more honest, right? Mm. For the same reason, it's not easy being a man and opening up to your friends. You're absolutely right. Women and men handle divorce very, very differently. 50% of all my clients are male. And I was surprised when I started doing this, but it's obvious. We all need support. We all need um, validation. We all need, you know, that kind of uh, advice as we go through this. So for men out there, I would say the same thing. Do what you love. Do what you're naturally good at, whether it's golfing, whether it's you like to watch football or whatever. But in those settings, same thing. Look around you. You know who's single. You know who's divorced. And men want once you open up to each other are actually really, really supportive and can be really good friends and a really good support system. And I've never met a divorcee who would not help another divorcee. That is so true. That is so true. What about connecting with old friends? Maybe people you haven't you know, talked to in a year or so because you're going through a divorce and you had too much going on to reconnect with everybody in your friend group. Any thoughts around that? Yeah, absolutely. Because I, the other thing that happens is... You probably have single friends from your life before you were married. You probably have people who kind of just you didn't have time for. I mean, I just think being married is ridiculously time consuming. (laughs) (laughs) And so when you're single, no matter what the reason, we don't kind of validate the how enjoyable being single can be and the benefits of it but it's a great time when you are single to or just got divorced to reconnect with the old people in your life old friends old acquaintances and anything else that you've really been interested in that you never had time for right because during the week you're with your family and you're working and on the weekends you're with your you know husband or spouse or whoever it is and so this is probably the first time in most people's life that you have time to do anything anyway. It's so true. I really, I really appreciate my me time. When my kids go to their other house, I have space to create things, to do a podcast, to meet people that I usually don't have time to meet. So it is, it is a real delicious benefit of divorce, that extra time that you have. You know, one thing that I have experienced, and I don't know if this is been similar for you, but I'd love to hear any thoughts you have around this. Sometimes after a divorce, it's it's like there's two camps, right? There's the, the ex's camp of friends and then your camp of friends. And sometimes you lose friends. I know that during my divorce, I did lose some friends that felt very loyal to my ex-husband, which was fine. And vice versa. I had friends that were very much, you know, team Sadie and, and we're going to stay loyal to Sadie. And I think that's challenging for the friends and for the people who are going through a divorce. Do you have any thoughts? around that that's hard it is it's absolutely hard and it's disheartening right but I actually like to spin that in the positive and say that I only want to be friends with people who are really my friend so if it takes a divorce or any other kind of adversity to call your friend group and get rid of those people that really weren't there for you then I say thank you Really learn who your friends are during a divorce. You really learn who has your back. I know I did. And I really appreciate those friends who really stuck it out with me and were always there to pick up the phone and were always there to 
you know, connect with a quick text just to see how I was doing, checking in. So I agree. Those those are the treasured friends, those friends that were really there for you during a divorce. But it is still hard. I think it is still hard when you have to say goodbye to certain relationships just because there is that discomfort. Right. And and we've got to remember and not take it personally, right? I remember like when I got divorced, I didn't know anyone else very well who was divorced. And so, you know, at the time, I remember being very upset that, you know, friends wouldn't call me to go place or do things. But now I now I understand it more. And I understand it's not really you or me or any other divorcee. It's the relationship they're in, or it's their insecurities, or it's their, you know, um, discomfort. It's nothing that you and I did or any other divorcee did to cause this. That's so true. I would love to hear from you about support groups. Have you ever started a support group for just people in general who've gone through a divorce? Absolutely. Um, Dreams Recycled started out as a community on a Facebook divorce group. And here in Orlando, I've done them in person also. Um, now we've kind of like shifted into something else. Dreams Recycled now offers free advice, articles, podcast information and resources for divorcees um but yeah there there is there are a lot out there and you really just need to find one that is your niche right because we're not all exactly the same like when we're getting divorced our stories are all similar but we're still very individual people and we need different things so when it comes to your own friend experiences since divorce how have how have your friendships changed what looks different now when it comes to your Friends with benefits post-divorce. <laughs> well, I'm very lucky. And I think one of the things I would say is I was surprised. I was surprised by the friends that disappeared. I wouldn't have been able to predict that. And I would not have been able to predict the friends that became really good friends. You know, it doesn't correlate necessarily with who you were closest to. It correlates more with, you know, empathy and understanding and what their experiences are. And so I'm really lucky. I have a core group of friends I've had since literally my kids were at preschool. <laughs> and I think in my son, I think it is my son's class, there was 12 moms and I think 11 of us are divorced. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is a lot. Right. And so, so, you know, it started off me and then it kind of trickled into everyone else. But we've been able to kind of, you know, maintain that group. And I've been really lucky that, you know, the women, as I say to them all the time, women and our friendships or men and their friendships often outlast spouses and <laughs> multiple spouses. Absolutely. And everything else in our life. So we should really treasure them and value them because, you know, your spouse might run off or go do something or you might break up with them, but they'll still be there. Your friends will still be there. That is so true. The art you've chosen to bring into your life speaks to you, doesn't it? Well, what if you could co-create a work of art that says something about you? Artist Lisa Lovejoy offers commissioned paintings to suit your unique vision, utilizing her three decades of experience. She specializes in contemporary figurative subjects, animals, and abstracts. Whether it's art for your home or corporate lobby, Lisa will meet with you to collaborate and sketch ideas for the final painting. Let Lisa Lovejoy Fine Arts create something just for you. Visit lovejoyfinearts.com to learn more. I'm an extrovert. 
I don't know about you, Tiffany. Do you identify as an extrovert or introvert? Introvert. An introvert. I know for me, I need to be around people to be energized. And so mm-hmm. reaching out to people is very natural for me. It's easy. I enjoy it. It gives me energy. But I have a lot of friends like you who, are, who identify as introverts. And they have a harder time and they tend to isolate more, which isn't a terrible thing. Obviously, time with yourself is a good thing. I highly recommend it. But sometimes too much isolation is not good for us. So being an introvert and knowing that we've gone through this pandemic for two plus years now, what are your what's your encouragement around people who maybe aren't as comfortable reaching out to people? I think that what they should do, and this is what I did, is because it is awkward, it's uncomfortable, like walking up to somebody in the playground or doing, you know, making a call to somebody because you fear rejection, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to be stuck with this person talking forever. But um, I think one of the the easiest things that you can do as an introvert is work on your own self-improvement. So you still feel like you're doing it for yourself, but do it in an open situation so whether you you know join a gym or a yoga class or sign up for classes at your local university or become a divorce coach with a bunch of other divorce coaches or you know but if you do it in that way I think as an introvert it doesn't feel so overwhelming that you are going somewhere where there's a lot of people and obviously even introverts like people generally we're just quieter And so I think that that's a kind of easier way as an introvert to get out and meet people, just sign up for things that are going to help you anyway, because it's some things that you should work on for yourself after your divorce. And the byproduct of that will be you will meet people and hopefully find a connection that way. What's your favorite way to uh, do your self-care, Miss Tiffany? Um, It's changed over the years. So when I first got divorced, it was the gym. I was running like crazy. I don't do that anymore. I don't know how I did it. If I think about it, it makes me hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I know the knees just, they only like so much activity, right? I've noticed that too. Yeah. So I don't do that anymore. But now um, when my children aren't here and I happen to be alone, I think my self-care is more to do with the last point I just made. It's more to do with continuing learning and being a lifetime learner. And so I'm always kind of working on the next level of me somehow. And I think you you, uh, alluded to being an empty nester. And I think Mm -hmm. also, I mean, friends are so essential because we are, when we have our kids with us, we are so consumed by our children, but they do grow up, don't they? You're a, uh, you can be a testament to that. You said you earlier before our interview that your daughter is about to head off for college in a few months. And so you're going to be an empty nester and there's so much freedom, which is exciting, but also it's a little intimidating. I have a girlfriend, she's been divorced for over a decade. And I think her son going off to college, Tiffany, was harder for her than getting a divorce because she just was so attached to him. And so she also was just really appreciated how much her friendships matter to her. Well, and I think that's true. And I think you have to be careful with that, right? You have to plan ahead. We all want to be the best single parents ever. And I think that um, a lot of single parents, including me, especially at the beginning, you try and overcompensate. You sure do. You try and be, you know, the mom, the dad, the clown. The yes, Hi, clown. that entertainment 24-7. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you lose sight of self-care and what's going to happen at the end of the day. And I, I went through the first probably five years after my divorce being that mom, you know, like, you know absolutely tied to my kids 24 7 you know and I did realize 
that this won't end well. And so I kind of shifted more me time, more self-learning, more working on what I want to do eventually. And I'm not going to say it's going to be easy because it won't be (laughs) when my daughter leaves. But I think I have some things in, you know, kind of put in position, things I want to do, goals I have for myself, for my company, for my business, for me personally, that are going to help me, hopefully. get there in the end. Well, this has been such a delicious conversation about how one can find more friends with benefits after divorce. And now how can the listener find you and all the benefits through your organization? Well, they can find me practically anywhere at dreamsrecycled.com, dreamsrecycled.coach, and very simply dreams recycled on every other platform there is. And your podcast is the same, correct? If they were go to, to go on Spotify, just dreams recycled. And Absolutely. it's a non-topics about divorce or life after divorce. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, like, yeah, we talk about divorce. We talk about inspirational stories. And, you know, Dreams Recycle basically is built on the platform that, you know, there is hope and there is positivity and there Absolutely. is a happier ending. They, there sure is. We can be divorced and so happy, can't we, Miss Tiffany? Absolutely. Well, I send you so much happiness today. And thank you again for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you, Tiffany. I loved all of your ideas and I took some notes and I definitely plan to practice some of those great ideas myself. One idea that I love that she gave today was the meetup idea. I have never used that resource. It's such a fantastic resource. Last winter, I started to learn how to knit I know, so spicy, but you have to remember winters are long and cold in Minnesota. So, you know, knitting has kind of a double payoff. So I think Tiffany has inspired me to take a knitting class and meet some master knitters. Okay, that that, that sounded like something else. I just had a devilish thought. I know, I know, what's new, right? Well, that makes it the perfect time to segue to tell you about the Red Room And uh, if you're looking to make new friends who are like-minded around sensual topics, uh, the Red Room is the place for you. In the Red Room, you'll learn, you'll share, you'll grow, you're going to laugh. It's a non-judgmental space and you'll leave each gathering feeling empowered to make new delicious discoveries around sexual expression. Join us in the Red Room this month. Our next meeting is in two weeks. We meet every third Wednesday of the month and our first sexpert, Dr. Ina Ferguson, who's been a guest on my podcast. She did episode eight with me called Bedroom Boss, Post-Divorce Pleasure. Definitely check out that episode. Well, she is so excited to answer all of your intimate questions and she is the queen of the awkward bedroom questions. Nothing phases her. I love that about her. So join us on April 20th in the Red Room and you can learn more about the Red Room experience on my website at divorcedandhappy.net. Well, all of this conversation about benefits and divorced dads as friends and new adventures and recycling dreams is making me feel especially happy, which makes it the perfect time to share a tip to happiness with you. Say these tips to happiness. My tip to happiness today is I want you to get out, as in get out of the house. It is time, my friend, to get out. Get out of your house. It's been two years now since we were on lockdown, binging on Netflix and eating too much ice cream and living in our yoga pants or sweatpants. So yeah, it is time to leave your house and get back into the world. I want you to take some of Tiffany's tips today 
Or you can create a spring wish list of all the places you want to take yourself to that maybe you know you haven't been to in two plus years. I want you to reconnect with these old parts of yourself. Like for example, I went to a jazz club a couple of weeks ago with one of my girlfriends, and just listening to live music again was so amazing. It was such a boost. Part of this fun getting out time, you know, you can you can choose a new activity, something maybe that your ex never wanted to do. And I say, make it extra spicy. Like, you know, like take a singles trip. I mean, you're divorced, not necessarily for hookups or even romance. I mean, a little romance could be fun, but do it to find new friends. One of my best friends, she went on a cruise a couple of years ago and she met a divorced dad and they have been like best buddies since and they talk all the time. So you just never know who you're going to meet on a trip like that. Just take the first step and get out. Just get out and reconnect with what you had to say goodbye to two years ago. I say it's time for a happy reunion, right? It's spring. Things are blossoming. The air is delicious. Treat yourself. Get out. The world misses you. It misses your presence. And when you do, I have a feeling you'll discover some new things that inspire you. You'll reconnect with old things that bring you so much joy and you'll feel so much happiness. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode and be sure to subscribe, rate, and of course, review the podcast. And I want you to be part of this playful life after divorce community by following me on Instagram and Facebook at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Be sure to also visit my website, divorcedandhappy.net to download Sadie's eight tips to happiness. And you'll also find all of my podcast episodes on my website as well. If you found value in today's episode, or if you've been listening to the podcast for some time now, consider being an official sponsor. Just email contact at divorcedandhappy.net to learn more about this tasty opportunity. And speaking of tasty, you can also treat me to a cup of coffee. It's simple. Just visit buymeacoffee.com backslash Sadie Marie, and you can buy me a cup or two online. And I thank Thank you in advance for your support. Again, I'm your host, Sadie Marie, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next spicy episode. Until then, be sure to treat yourself to some delicious act two fun.